Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Another time, this is Dr. Willie Jolly across America from coast to coast, border to border. And yes, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds, and it forced upon me. It's can't, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but an eternity is in it. Greetings to everybody, and I'm hoping you are having an incredible day. If you're not, stay tuned because you're going to be blessed today. I've got a great, great, great guest on, and I want to make sure you know that this is going to be a show that you're going to want to tell everybody about, you're going to want to go and listen to, you're going to want to make sure that you listen to every time it airs. As you know, I air on three times the same interview, three times per week, Saturday afternoons at 4, Monday mornings at 8 a.m., and then again Wednesday mornings at 11. So if you miss one, you can hear it again, or you can listen to all three, because you're going to want to listen to this one 
over and over and over again. I want you to take out a pad, a piece of paper, because you're going to be blessed today. And, you know, I am excited about every time, but this is a special one for me. Now, before I get started, you know I start every show with the same thing, giving God glory, giving Him praise, giving Him honor, and worshiping Him for what He has done. You know, the Bible says you cannot uh, worship two masters, and I uh, uh, serve two masters. That's really what it says, the word is serve. And in the Greek, that means that serve has multiple meanings. First, to serve in a worship capacity, but then we serve each other, and we do service to mankind, and then we have money because that is important because we let we must let it serve us. We must let it use, uh, be used by us to do the good that we want to do, to have the kind of lives we want to have. So we want to make sure that you understand that because we're going to talk about how you can grow yourself, grow your future, and grow yourself, your money, and God has blessed you with the opportunity to be in America where you can do it, and that's one of the reasons I'm bringing this up because my guest is going to profoundly share with you how that has impacted his life. Now, first, uh, before that, after giving God the glory, you know, I always take a moment to say, please go to willyjolly.com, sign in, get some of the information that we put in free for you. Go to willyjolly.com slash free. You can hear some of these interviews. Uh, you can hear some of the, the uh, programs we've done, music, all sorts of things to just inspire you because we want to change people's thinking so they can change and transform their lives. willyjolly.com slash free. Well, my guest today is one of my dear friends. He's a dear, dear friend. He also is a mentor. And that's important for you to know because if you've heard me speak, often I will tell about him from the stage and some of the lessons I've learned from him. He is one of those people who are just blessed by the Lord and blessed by God to be a blessing to others. He came to America as a teenager he came not knowing much about English, the language English. He, he had to learn and teach himself how to speak more proficiently. He had $50 in his pocket. His mother sent him him because his father had died when he was six years old. And his mother taught him and inspired him and empowered him to be great. He came to America and... He went on to do exactly what his mom taught him to do. He has become one of the greatest philanthropists in America. I would say uh, with that, from that $50, he now has amassed millions, but that would not be what he would want to say. He says that's success. He wants to talk about significance, and significance is always about what you do for others, and he has been a philanthropist who's given multiple millions of dollars to, uh, to students, to uh, worthy uh, programs. He has gone on to become one of the top speakers in America. He's in the Speaker's Hall of Fame. He's been given the Golden Gavel by Toastmasters International. He was named uh, uh, the Business Speaker of the Year by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters. I'm honored that I was on the same pr uh, page that day when he was uh, given one of the top five speakers in the world. I was uh, uh, also in that, in that group, and uh, we've become friends, uh, even greater friends as a result of that. But more importantly, he's gone on from speaking to being a consultant to be uh, a, a a uh, bank, uh, owner of a bank, and then become a board member of BB&T Bank. He is, uh, I could go through his resume, but the most important thing right now is what he's doing now. He's working to make a difference in the future of the world, not just America. He is the president of High Point University and has transformed this University from a sleepy little southern college to one of America's premier educational facilities. He has transformed it. He has built 
just buildings. He's raised money. He's increased the uh, the student population by a four to five fold. He is an incredible entrepreneur. Has won the Golden uh, the uh, Horatio Alger Award. Has been given the uh, Ellis Island Award for uh, excellence. He is my dear friend, and I could go on and on because I I just just am so grateful for his friendship. The one and only Dr. Nido Kubain. Nido, are you there? I am here indeed. I am privileged to be with you, Dr. Willie Jolly. I've known you for years. I've only grown with my uh, admiration for you, not only for all the wonderful things that you do, but for the person that you are, for the lives that you've touched, and for the incredible memory you have, what you've just said about me. Not everyone knows that. They know sort of the published introduction, but we've known each other for probably three decades. Yes. And... uh, I can vouch honestly and forthrightly that I have watched God work in your life and in your family's life and how you were a, a starting speaker, a starving starting speaker. <laughs> Absolutely. And became America's number one motivator, and you just uh, have appeared on more platforms, inspired more people, helped more companies, and uh, coached more individuals than anyone I know. So, Willie, anytime I can be with you and share the platform with you, whether it's on the airways or in person, it is my privilege, and I regard it as a great honor. Thank you for inviting me. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for coming. Now, I gave them the thumbnail sketch, but you can kind of... I, I love when you tell about the story your mother told you, to, to send you from uh, from her home, from her home to America, and what she instructed to, to you. If you'd share that with people, because it, it, it has a profound impact on the impact of your future. Well, you know, Willie, my mother had fourth grade education, but she had a... She had a postgraduate degree in um, uncommon sense. I mean, she, this woman, um, just knew how to think and how to think vertically and diagonally. She understood the essence of life. She had both faith and courage. She had faithful courage. And when my father died, at, uh, I was six at the time, she had to learn to uh, become a seamstress so she can feed us and clothe us, five of us in the family, three boys, two girls, I was the youngest, and more importantly, to instill in us values for living and principles for life. It is these principles, really, that that influenced me as a human being, that formed my... my um, my search for significance in life, and it is these fundamentals that really helped me in any business I was in, whether it's advertising or publishing or retailing or banking or even today as president of High Point University in High Point, North Carolina. So my mother would say these things to us. She'd say, look, who you spend time with is who you become. Mm. So when you go to America, just remember, if you want to be great, you must first walk hand in hand and side by side with great people. In other words, you're gonna be happy, hang around happy ones, you're gonna be successful, be in circles of influence with successful people. Don't waste time with those who are gonna rob you of your God-given talents and your God-given potential. And you know, I tell a story about the koi fish that maybe is what you're referring to. Mm -hmm. You take a koi fish, you put in a fish bowl, you give it all the water you want to give it, all the food you want to give it. The koi fish never grows to more than about two inches in size. But if you were to take the koi fish out of the fish bowl and put it in a lake somewhere, the koi fish somehow grows to about a foot in size. 
And the moral of the story is that the koi fish grows proportionately to the environment in which it lives. Mm. So when it was in that little fishbowl, it had nothing to worry about. Nobody was trying to eat it. Somebody was feeding it and tending to its needs. It didn't have to grow. But the moment you put in a big lake where the water is deeper and therefore colder, then those bigger fishes had one thing on their mind, how quickly can I eat that koi fish? Mm -hmm. And that's life, Willie. Out of adversity, life can be difficult, and life could be filled with adversity. But to those who have faith and courage, uh, they know also that out of adversity can emerge abundance. Mm. And that's really what my mother was saying, that do not begrudge adversity. It makes you stronger. It makes you wiser. It makes you more capable. And so the koi fish becomes bigger by necessity because of the adversity of the atmospherics, and it grows. And that growth makes it live and live a longer life. So that was lesson one. Lesson two, she would say, she would say, look, what you choose is what you get. Hmm. So would you please quit whining about your circumstances in life? Because your circumstances do not define the person you become. It's your choices that define that. Hmm. And, and, your, and your present circumstances cannot define the person you will become or the or the goals that you will achieve it can only define where you start not where you finish absolutely wow Woo, folks we, you got you getting it and I'm, that's why i told you, you've got to make sure that you will get this information and listen to this because you're going to get so many pearls in this uh, interview we've got dr nido kubain on president of high point university we'll be right back after this break because we got so much more and we want to talk about how you can transform your future and transform your life this is dr willie jolly across america and for sure for sure for sure for sure the best is yet to come. dreams on the ground life had enough ups and downs but lord since i've met you since i all this changed in the blink of an eye Now all my heart wants to do is fly You put wings on my dreams And overcame my fear of heights Now how high will I fly This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of 
interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. If you're just joining me, you're in for a treat. Today's guest is my dear friend. He's my mentor, one of my dear mentors. And I've got so many. I was with Les Brown just recently. He's a mentor. We we had, all of us had a dear friend, Zig Ziglar, who was a mentor, W. Mitchell mentor. And I've had so many of them on the show. And I always am grateful because this show now has become the number one motivational show, self-help show. But it's not because of me. It's because of the friends and the network that I have uh, been able to be blessed with over the years who have been gracious enough to take time out of their schedules and they're all busy and come and share with you, my guest, ideas to help you. And in doing that, they've helped me grow my profile and I'm grateful for that. Well, one of those guests is the one and only Dr. Nito Cobain. He's the president of High Point University. They have in just a few years, they have become the number one uh, destination for young uh, students to go to. And he has invited on the campus so many great people. Steve Wozniak, uh, General Colin Powell, um, Rudy G. Giuliani, uh, Buzz Aldrin, Seth Golden, John Maxwell, many more. They come to High Point, and I tell people all the time, I've told so many of my friends and people I just meet and, and greeting as I go around the country when they're talking about their children going to college, I say, you should consider High Point University. They say, why? I say, because very few universities understand the importance of attitude, about excellence, and about leadership, and how not just to assume people would get those when they go into the work world, but that they put programs and courses in efforts to try and build your leadership, your attitude, your excellence, because everybody I know, every CEO I've ever spoken with, I've asked, what are your core values? Somewhere in there is going to say attitude, excellence, and character and leadership. Somewhere in there, they're going to say that. And if you don't teach it, how will they know it? So, Dr. Kubain, thank you for being on with us. Real quick, before I go more into your story, because your story is so phenomenal, you have built this university into a world-class, top-line university. And I remember when you first took over, because we came and said, and Dee and I stayed with you at your home, and, and we discussed what you were going to do. Well, you have done it, and even more. What is the principles that you use to transform this college into one of the America's great universities? 
Well, you know, um, you have seen it. You're right, Willie. You're one of the few who's really seen it evolve. Yes. And it has evolved in a magical way. On a quantitative basis, you know, we went from 1,400 undergraduate students to about 4,400. We went from 92 acres landlocked in the middle of an urban area to about 400 acres. And uh, we went from number 17 on U.S. News & World Report ranking best college in the South to number one three years running. And in the process, of course, we invested $1.2 billion in the university and raised hundreds of millions of dollars and did it all did it all smack dab in the eye of the storm. We called it the Great Recession, the most disrupted economic time in the last 70 years of America's history. And, Willie, we did it because we believe in the principle called the art of the possible, Mm. that there are no such things as unrealistic dreams, only unrealistic timelines, that those are willing to work hard enough and smart enough and have heroes, models, and mentors in their life, those are willing to examine their beliefs and improve them in such a way that therefore their behaviors are enhanced and therefore the results are better. Those people are gonna do well regardless what economic circumstances we may be in or what the, what the climate around us might be. And so that's what we did. And, and some of the principles that I think you know, got you interested in Hypo University, and you've, you've sent, you've recommended many students to come to the school, and for that we're very grateful, and you've spoken on our campus. Yep. Um, the truth is, Willie, that we adhere to the fundamentals that built America in the first place. Mm. We tell uh, families and, and their students, we're not trying to graduate students for the world as it is, but rather for the world as it is going to be. Mm. We tell them we're not trying to graduate job takers, we're trying to graduate job creators. Mm. We tell them we don't weed people out of this system, we weave them into the family. We tell them, look, you can no longer compete on a continental stage. You now must compete on a global platform. You know, countries like BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, countries beyond and countries in the middle. And and the one driving principle is that you must have an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. That these students are going to have dozens of jobs in their career, and they must be flexible. They must be nimble. They must understand that taking risk out of life is taking opportunity out of life. They must acknowledge that God created them to be extraordinary, and therefore they must work hard and smart to achieve their potential and become all that they can become. Mm, absolutely, and that's what you have done in your life. You have been willing to take risk, and you have been willing to see from those risk opportunities. So you come to America, you have $50 to your name, your mama sends you, say, walk with the great, talk with the great, and you will be great. You start a process, and someone blesses you, though, in the process, uh, Nito. Uh, you go want to go to school, but you don't have any money. Tell us what happened then. Well, you know, Willie, it's... it's uh I just do what you talk about in your speeches all the time, which is you've got to be open to opportunities. Yes. You know, God has a way of planting seeds of greatness in your brain, in your heart, in your soul, but you must be open to it. You must be receptive to it. Uh, those who are willing to receive with gratitude are much more likely to be given mm. with pleasure. Mm. And so there I was in a little school in eastern North Carolina, 
and I was going to graduate. This was a, a two-year school. Uh, I was going to graduate, and the president said to me, he said, you know, I know that you work very hard to go to school. You work 10 hours a day to pay your way through school. But he said there was a chasm between the money you owed the school and the money you paid the school. And you just might like to know that a doctor in a neighboring city picked up the tab for the difference. Well, now, Willie, you know, somebody says that to you. It just touches your heart. What yeah. do you do? Yes. I went back to my dorm, and I knelt by the side of my bed, and I gave uh, God the glory, and I wept like a baby. But on that day, I made a commitment, my friend. I made a commitment. Now, look, you make a decision with your brain. You make a commitment with your heart. That's why commitments are harder to break. Mm. That's why commitments are are um, live so much longer. And my commitment was that as soon as I graduate and get a job and start something, I didn't know what I would be doing, and have a little bit of money, I will contribute money to help some somebody go to college, just like I was helped anonymously by this doctor who wished to remain unknown. And as you know, Willie, um, now we've we've helped about 700 students go to college, and that began with $500. Mm. I was literally living on frozen dinners in my first couple of years starting a business. I put all the money I had in the business, 500 bucks, started the business, worked 17 hours a day, seven days a week. And literally that year I took $500, the only money I had, and we gave it away as a scholarship. Since then we've given millions of dollars. You know, William Barclay, the Scottish theologian, says something absolutely beautiful. William Barclay said, always give without remembering, always receive without forgetting. Mm. That's kind of the mantra you've lived your life by. That's kind of the mantra I hope to live my life by every day, acknowledging that we should enjoy the gifts that we have in our life, but to always keep our eyes on the giver. Amen. And folks, he has done that. And he has inspired me and my wife that we one of our goals as we continue to do every year is to give some sort of scholarship, book help or something to some student that we look for. And we tell you, and, and this is where I, I'm sure Nito is the same. We haven't talked about it in great deal how he does the, the scholarships. But we said we want a student not just in need, but someone who's showing some signs of excellence, who just needs help. Because if you're showing signs of excellence, then you're not you're not just waiting for somebody to come do something for you because you've got a need. Lots of folks have need, but you're working toward your goals and dreams, and we see that excellence in you, and we want to be a blessing to help you as we were helped. I got scholarships uh, from the United Methodist Church from undergrad as well as uh, seminary, and I now want to make a difference and uh, so forth, and so I gave that seminary a little piece of money, as my mom would say, uh, at the end of last year, to say thank you for what you've been to me, and I, I learned that from Anito Cobain. I saw how he did it consistently and how he was uh, committed to that and how even today as president of High Point, he still blesses young people. Well, you go on and you get this uh, scholarship, you go on to school, you start speaking. I think you started speaking at churches and, and, and youth groups and, and you built your business working like a, just like a dog, hard as you can be. And then you started making some investments. <laughs> now let's talk about your thinking. What made you when you were, you, you gave when you didn't have a lot to give and you started investing when you you have very little to give. Talk about that, Nito. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, um, uh, look, the, the, the results that you get in your life are based on, on um, you know, what you do and the actions that you take. And, 
And people want to have happiness in their life, but they forget that that what leads to happiness ultimately is um, is purpose. You know, if you have the right purpose, you get passion. If you have passion, you have energy. If you have energy, you'll take action. If you take action, you're likely to succeed. And if you succeed, you're much more likely to create significance in your life, and that leads to happiness. Mm. So for me, you know, I I. Um, I, I took some risks, really. You know, in in um, the 70s, I started my business and sold it. I began to speak everywhere, make a little money. In the 80s, a, f- a couple of guys and I started a bank uh, that that multiplied, became very very strong. Was bought up by a large bank on whose board I. Uh, corporate board I serve today. BB&T. Right. <laughs> you don't have to say it. <laughs> I'll say it for you. <laughs> yeah, BB&T Corporation, very large corporation. Yeah, done pretty four, good. <laughs> yeah, about $220 billion in size. And um, and then, and then you know, I did other things like that. In the year 2000, we bought a company called Great Harvest Bread Company, and, and that prospered. But, but the point is, you know, I've, I've, I've been involved in, in dozens of, of business activities and had 30 years in business, of course, before I came to Hyper University to become president. And in part, we've succeeded because I understood business principles and was able to respect the protocol of the academy while at the same time bring fundamentals that can propel us forward. But ultimately, ultimately what I've discovered is that the most successful and the happiest people I know tend to invest one-third of their life in earning, one-third of the life in learning, and one-third of the life in serving. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back, or we're going to jump right back into that, because that's profound. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Hold on. We're back with Dr. Nito Cobain, and we he said, you, you, if you're going to be most successful, you take one-third of your life in earning, one-third of your life in learning, and one-third of your life in serving. And I mean, you couldn't say it better. Nito, you have done that. You have built this... this Iconic now, it's really iconic because people now who may have not known about you now know of you for so many. You There was a PBS special, I believe it was, uh, that recently was done on, was it a biography channel? That's it, biography channel special, Needle Cobain, A Life of Success and Significance. And uh, it's a tremendous story how he came and has done so much by taking these principles. And that, what this shares with you, folks, is this. That you can do the same. You can change your life. You can transform your future. You can have a life of significance, not just success, but significance, so that you will leave a legacy that people will know about you 100 years from now, 200 years from now. It's not just what you do today. I am working right now because the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children's great-grandchildren. I'm working now not just for my son William and my daughter Latoya, but for all my grandchildren, but for their great-great-great grandchildren. And I know that Nito is doing the same. And oh, by the way, congratulations. I understand you have uh, uh, new additions to your home or your household or the Cobain family. Yeah, my daughter had a baby uh, uh, two or three weeks ago. That makes two grandchildren. So we're very, very blessed. Well, I, I was at both of the weddings and, and uh, both weddings were just I've never been to a wedding like <laughs> like your weddings, Nito, I must tell you. Your bathroom, the the, the temporary bathroom most better than most people's homes. <laughs> <laughs> that well, what we know, were t- the, the 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 cameras picked you up eating too many shrimps. I'll tell you that. 
<laughs> well, we we had a great time at both, but you have built this uh, mindset, and that's what I want to focus now on because you have taught me over the years. Willie is about mindset. It's about mindset. You always talk about mindset. Let's talk about because we got a lot of in- entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, young business people, people who want to transform their lives. We got a lot of pastors who listen to this show uh, every week. Let's talk about what it is the mindset that you've instilled in me and so many others who have who have been going on to do become you know. Uh, disciples of yours in some way, or mentees of yours who've done well, what's the, what's the power of the mindset? Well, uh, you know, what you put inside your brain pretty much influences what you do in life, and what you do pretty much defines what you get out of life. And so mindset is everything. Some people think that they are mediocre. Some people believe that they're extraordinary. And both will act in ways that reflect how they feel about themselves. And so, you know, garbage in, garbage stays, but so does wisdom. Wisdom in, wisdom stays. And so mindset is dependent on the beliefs that you hold and on the actions that you take. Mm. Now, I I believe that the people who have the finest mindset adhere to these three points. Number one, they believe that average is out. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter how good you are at something, if in that group, if in that circle, you're average, you're just not going to get the most out of that situation. So average is out, excellent is in. The question is, how do we define excellent? And the answer is with relevance. You have to see if you're, what you do and what you believe and how you act um, is relevant. So the more relevant you are to your audience, to your company, the more relevant you are to uh, the organization which you're involved in, look, the more value you're bringing, the more rewards you're going to receive. So that's, that's a mindset. It's a mindset that says, I will not be average. I will seek to be excellent. I am committed to being relevant. I will not ask for people to give me things. I will contribute first. I will make this a better place. And then they simply cannot do it without me. Mm. Number two, you can no longer compete strictly with your strengths. You must compete with your differences. That's a mindset too. It's a mindset to say, it's not enough that I have a college degree or that I'm a good communicator or I can write well or I can get along with people well because many people have those strengths. What we must say is, what's so different about me? As you know, at Hype University, I teach all the freshmen, a president seminar on life skills, and then I teach the seniors a president seminar on life skills. And I begin the seniors class by saying, there are a million people in the world who can do what you can do. What is so special about you? Translate that into how are you differentiated? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not differentiated, that means you're the same like everybody else. The third point is to have a growth mindset, not only a fixed mindset. So people who have a fixed mindset always use the past as a, as a comparison, as a point of relativity for what they want to do. But people who have a growth mindset are looking towards the future. They're trying to step up and step out and say, the past is a wonderful place to live. It's a lousy, I mean, it's a wonderful place to visit, but it's a lousy place to live. Mm-hmm. So how can I uh, plan, strategize, set goals that can take me to new and better places? Those tend to form the mindset of an individual, and that mindset tends to reward or punish that individual in a highly competitive, highly demanding, 
ever-so-changing marketplace. And so we have no choice but to say, what do I believe? How much capacity am I creating in the environment in which I work? And how relevant am I really to the people and situations in which I find myself? Wow. Folks, you see why I told you to take notes. I'm telling you, every time I'm with Nito, I cannot take notes quick enough, fast enough. I've been in, in seminars with him over the years. Uh, Nito, in fact, Shep Hyken was on not long ago. We were talking about coming to High Point. Uh, I think it was uh, 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. We, were, we, we stayed with you for a few days, and we did our, uh, our, our drawing of the um, uh, playground or the computer park, the the, the park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember that. And I wrote in there how I, I envisioned my life. I envisioned these these uh, entrances with speaking and music and books. And, and, and then I started saying, well, I, I, why couldn't I do radio? And I started writing radio and television in the uh, peripheries around the park or, and the amusement park. That's, that's what it was. And, and today I still have that on my board. And I look at all of those things. We now have our nonprofit, Jolly Good News, which was something I just wrote as saying that would be something I could envision for the future. And you talk about vision, and you inspired us to say, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you must stop thinking about not today, not tomorrow, but 10 years from now. And, you know, now that's 14, uh, 12 or 14 years later, and many of those things are happening because you helped inspire me or push me to think about that. Let's talk about the power of the vision and how you have helped people to do that and why it's so profoundly impactful. Well, you know, um, everything starts with a clear vision. Mm. Everything that's going to succeed starts with a clear vision. If you have a clear vision, then you're capable to create a solid strategy. It's hard to create a strategy, and you define a strategy by asking three questions. Where am I now? Where do I want to end up? And how do I get there? It's very difficult to do that if you don't have a clear vision of what's important to you. So the vision comes first. When I came to High Point University, I said, we want to be uh, uh, the kind of university where every student receives an extraordinary education in an inspiring environment with caring people. And we defined what we meant by those three elements, extraordinary education, inspiring environment, caring people. And then we began to strategize how we're going to deliver on that. And so it's a clear vision. It's a solid strategy. Then it's practical systems. Really, this is where most people... Um, get hung up is they they let their dreams become more wishful thinking than practical thinking mm. and so what we have to do is use practical systems we don't want to have Pollyanna thinking we don't want to think in such big ways that really are not achievable given our resources and so on but practical thinking says let me be pragmatic let me be practical let me um, let me win it you know, one bit at a time, inch by inch, life is a cinch. And then the last piece, of course, is consistent execution. Mm-hmm. This is where most people mess up, is the moment they fail at something, they're ready to hang it up. Instead of saying, you know, failure could be very productive. In fact, in one of my books, I talk about productive failures versus non-productive successes. I say that, you know, if you fail at something, you analyze how you failed, why you failed, you're apt not to repeat that same failure next time. Therefore, that was a good lesson. You know, that was a really good thing that happened to you, not a bad thing. 
Uh, on the other hand, if you have non-productive successes, you do not know what caused that success. Therefore, you're incapable of replicating that success. Mm. And that's not really a good thing. You want to know what caused the success and what caused the failure. To avoid the latter and to do more of the former. Mm. Wow, this is what I talk about, folks. This is why I want the Nito Cobains on the uh, the Colin Powells, the Wally Famous Amoses, the Tom Ho- Tom Hopkinses, the Les Browns, because they bring the next level of thinking, and that's what Nito Cobain has helped me to do over the years. He's helped me to think a different way. He's helped my wife to think a different way. Help her to become a, a better entrepreneur to run our company. Uh, help my son, who now is an attorney. He 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 listens and learns from uh, Nito Cobain and. We want to encourage you. I want to, Nito, real, real quick, uh, I want to make sure that people know where they can go get some of your books. And I know that, that you're focused now more on the High Point University, but you still sell books. You still sell your, your programs uh, that are available online. Where can they get them, please? Yes, it's very, very easy. Um, it's Nito, N-I-D-O-Q, the letter Q right after it. So it's one word, N-I-D-O-Q. Uh, dot com and they'll find all kinds of stuff. Some of it is free. They can download all kinds of videos and all kinds of articles. And then the book CDs and DVDs and other stuff there. And if they want to learn more about Hype University, that's really easy. That's one word. H-I-G-H P-O-I-N-T One word. High point. One word. Dot E-D-U Wow. So, folks, make sure you go. I want you. In, I want to encourage everybody. Particularly, I got a lot of pastors. Pastors, please go get the, the materials that Nito has at uh, NitoQ.com because it will bless your thinking. He's a, a man of faith who also is a man of business, and he understands where they both uh, intersect and how they work together and how God blesses us would be a blessing. And then High Point University, I want to encourage everybody who has a child. Listen, folks, listen carefully. And I don't make this kind of endorsement often. I'm encouraging every single solitary person who has a child in high school to go to High Point and visit before you make the decision. That's all I want you to do. That's a, I sent my nephew. He didn't want to go. He said, I'm not going to High Point. I'm not going to North Carolina. I said, just do me a favor as your uncle. Go and just visit. He said, uh. And the next thing I know, he's sending me texts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That, uh, Uncle Willie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And now he's uh, not only a student, he's on the honor roll. Where I just got the email from his dad. He's on the honor roll there at the dean's list there at High Point University, Jason Bortley. And so... <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Willie, he's not, he's not just smarter than you. He's better looking. Too. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so we've got a lot of young people who've gone just on that recommendation. I encourage you. My friend Bill Cates, his daughter went... Uh, uh, many of our speaker buddies and uh, children have gone and just go to visit. You will, if nothing else, what you will do if you go to visit, you will be inspired about the possibilities. We're going to take a quick break. We got one more segment, so stay tuned. This is Dr. Willie Jolly across America, and for sure, the best is yet to come. Yeah. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I'm so grateful to be on the air one more time. God has blessed me with another opportunity, and I want to encourage you again. Go to WillieJolly.com. Go to my nonprofit, JollyGoodNews.org. As well as if you're going to be a speaker or you want to be a communicator, we're having JollyU.com. We're having our seminars, our Speak for Success seminar coming up soon, and then our Business Success seminar coming up soon. And my wife runs those, so go to Jolly, J-O-L-L-E-Y-U. Dot com and find out when the seminars are going to be having we're going to be having and when you can come and also I'm very grateful if you uh, keep your eyes on getting motivated I'm honored that I replaced my dear friend and a mentor Zig Ziglar who passed away about a year ago I'm now in his spot opening the conven- uh, opening these sessions around the country and uh, we're coming to many cities over the next few months so go to getmotivated.com and uh, you should also be able to go to my website and see those well my guest today is the one and only my dear friend, philanthropist, businessman extraordinaire, uh, wisdom man. I like to call him wisdom man. Um, he's Dr. Nito Cobain. And I say that wisdom man because one of the times I went to one of Nito's seminars and there was a, uh, a, a banker there. He was a banker. I think he was from Ohio and he was retired. He had, he had a multi, multi millions of dollars that he had ma- and amassed. And I asked him a question that had been intriguing me. I said, sir, why would you come to this seminar? You've already been successful. Why? He said, young man, let me tell you something. When you're able to be around Solomon, you would do whatever you have to do to be there. And I think that's a good example. Nito has been a man of wisdom. He teaches, he grows wisdom. And wisdom is somewhat blessing, but also because you work on it and you develop it and you study and you think through and you're thoughtful. And I want to thank you, Nito, for encouraging me to take more time to be wise, even with the gifts I've been given, how to use them better. So God bless you and thank you. Our guest is Nito Cobain. Nito, I want to ask you a question. You uh, were able to raise <laughs> almost a billion dollars, <laughs> a b- 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 billion dollars to expand this university. And you did it in a tough economic time, but you did it through something very unique, through relationships. Let's talk about that. Well, Willie, you know, um, you, can, um, you can have God on your side, 
Um, and more importantly, you can be on God's side. Mm. And we are on God's side. And uh, I cannot really explain to you uh, why we have been so blessed, but I can tell you this. There are different kind of capital. One kind of capital is money, it's financial capital. Another kind of capital is education, educational capital. Another kind is reputational. You know, reputation is what people think you are. Character is what God knows you are. Another kind of capital is physical. If you have the best ideas in the world, but your body is not cooperating with you, you don't have the energy or the good health with which to carry forth, then you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. So physical capital, exercise, eat well, get enough sleep, etc. But the most important, in my view, is relational capital. Your ability to exit circles of concern and enter circles of influence. Mm. Your ability to create a cadre of people in your life who can mentor you and coach you, advise you and support you, partner with you and be your associates. And that doesn't happen by merely asking them. And the good old advice that said, you know, take someone to lunch for an hour, most of the people you want to be in your circle of influence are not going to respond to that. And most of them are going to think like I think. I don't think in terms of an hour. I think in terms of units of time. Mm. An hour has 12 units of time. Each unit equals five minutes. So when I have meetings, I usually give one unit or two units or three units, not because I'm stingy, but because time is the only item in your inventory that you simply cannot replace. Mm. Once it's gone, it's gone. So relational capital is the gift that keeps on giving. You know, it's like when you have a good friend, you and I have been friends for a long time. Yes. So, you know, we do things for each other. We recommend each other. We pray for each other. We say good things about each other. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Right. And that's why it's important. You invest a lot at the front end. It's like growing children. Think of how much sacrifice we do with our children. But what, but they grow up and they become successful and they and give us joy in our life in all kinds of ways and support and fellowship. And so relational capital is so important. We have to build relationships. When I came to High Point University, I had totally underestimated how many really solid relationships that I had been able to grow over this many years and how grateful and how blessed and how surprised I was that I knew so many people, for example, the chairman and CEO of Ashley Furniture Company, uh, who started in his uh, garage with his company, did not have indoor plumbing in his house. Wow. And today he's a multi-billionaire. He's, he's on the Forbes list of billionaires. He, he, he owns this huge company with his son that's the largest furniture company in the country, $4.5 billion in sales. And, and as a friend of mine, both he and his son have been tremendous benefactors to us at High Point University, giving us what you and I would call major major, um, you know, nine-figure gifts. Wow. This is, this is you know, significant. So, so you know, uh, relationships are everything. The question is, how do we form these relationships? Mm. Well, you got to give before you get. you got to be a person of value. You have to be the kind of person people want to hang around you. You can't always be having your hand out. You have to sort of give a hand up. You have to pay it forward. You have to be patient. 
you can't be a pest. Mm. You know, all of these things that slowly bring us respect. But mostly, you have to make sure that your friends are introducing you to friends. And you have to be in places where these people of influence hang out. And anytime you can participate in a conference or speak um, at a meeting or uh, attend any kind of uh, um, event where there are people of influence, you might meet them in passing, but you can follow up. And what you'll find, as you found in your life, Willie, as certainly as I found in my life, these people are really, really nice. Yep. You know, when you meet a, a general Colin Powell, you're you're humbled by his humility. Yep. And yet he's intelligent and powerful, and, and as you know, he serves on our national board of advisors at High Point University. Yes. As as does Steve Wozniak, as do so many others. In fact, next week I have the founder of Twitter coming here to speak, and then wow. in September we have the founder of Netflix and. And we're trying to get the founders of YouTube and Wikipedia. I mean, we want our students to be exposed to all the minds, all the people who had an idea and who started. And, and these students meet these speakers. And by the way, these speakers open all kinds of doors of opportunities for them. Wow. It's pretty remarkable. Amazing. You know, Amazing. We recommend them and, and give them internships and so on. So you're right. Relationships really formulates the foundation upon which we can build good things in life. Wow. You you said something early, and I want to go back to it. You talked about risk, and if you take the risk out of life, you take opportunities out of life. And yet, uh, many people don't know how to uh, manage risk. And you have a, a formula that myself and so many of your uh, students who've come to your seminars have learned and used. And I've taught my children. I've taught my uh, uh, people who come to my seminars. I teach everybody. And I've said it before on this show. There's a, a formula that I think is the most profound risk um, taking or risk uh, learning formula that you can identify risk. Would you share that, please, in a few? Yes, it's. Uh, thank you for that, Willie. It is a very, it is a very, very solid formula. And before you make any major decision that involves time, energy, or money, you should really run those questions. First question is, what is the best thing that can happen as a result of taking this action? If somebody wants you to partner with them in a business, or if you were going to buy a real estate investment, whatever it might be, you ask yourself this question, what is the best thing that can happen as a result of taking this action? That's usually an easy answer to come up with. Second question, what is the most likely thing to happen? What is the most likely thing to happen? Usually, that's what ends up happening, the most likely thing to happen. And, and the third, what is the worst thing that can happen as a result of taking this action? What's the best, what's the most likely, what's the worst? And then here's how you make a decision. You say to yourself, if the most likely thing to happen will get me closer to my goals, and if I am willing to deal with the worst thing that can happen, I go for it. But if the most likely thing to happen will not get me closer to my goals, or if I am not willing to deal with the worst thing that can happen, then I need to run and run as fast as I can because I'm about to make a terrible decision. Yeah. And you know, every time I've applied that in my own life, I have stayed away from trouble. And a couple of times that I did not apply that or I let emotion get in the way of reason, um, I got slaughtered. Mm. Wow. And folks, that 
is the secret to his success. He made wise choices, and when he didn't, he learned from them. You've been hearing from my dear friend. His name is Dr. Nido Kubain. I want you to go to NidoQ, N-I-D-O-Q dot com, and get his free resources, buy his resources, pay whatever you got to pay, because like that banker said, if you get an opportunity to be around Solomon, What's it worth to you? It's no money. There's no price that's uh, too high. Second thing I want you to do is I want you to go to highpoint.edu, highpoint.edu. Send your child to go visit. Just do it. Trust me, and it will change your life. Thank you, Nito, for being on with me, my brother. I love you, my man. Love you, too, Willie. It's my pleasure, and I hope to see you in person soon. I look forward to it. Kiss your beautiful bride, your family, and those new grandbabies, and I will see you soon. And, folks, I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to stay, to stay say to you, stay committed, stay com- co- connected, and stay focused on your goals and dreams. And I'll talk to you next week. And remember, your best is yet to come. Go to WillieJolly.com, JollyGoodNews.org, as well as JollyVT.com, so you can stay to connect. And thank you to Lightspeed for being our sponsor. Have a great day. God bless you. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't treat you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady going nowhere? Have you maybe come to the conclusion that there's nothing can do Well just look in any mirror and you'll see who is really truly stopping you My mind Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. 
and he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.